0: Day two. And guys, we always start out with the devotional. This story is about a guy named Jordan. So let's get into it. He says, what if if anxiety can bring you closer to Jesus? Jordan spent a whole year praying his anxiety away until he discovered something deeper. A stronger relationship with Jesus. And maybe you can relate to this story. The title of the story is, I think I'm going to die. I can relate to that already. That's exactly what I thought to myself. Numerous sleepless nights last year, I would try to fall asleep, only to be woken up in terror for no particular reason. My chest was tight, I felt like I was choking, and I couldn't breathe at times. The cycle would repeat, and eventually I resigned myself to sleep on the couch so I'd stop waking up my wife. One day I went to the I went to a doctor and explained my symptoms. The chest pain, the trouble falling asleep, the panic attacks. After a couple of tests, over a few visits, he diagnosed me with anxiety. Can I be honest? It made me feel like a failure as a Christian. I hadn't been praying against this the right way. I'm not supposed to deal with this. I wouldn't think to myself I would think to myself, I'm supposed to have peace and not worry. That's what Jesus said to do. After following the doctor's instructions and starting to take a small dose of medication, I continued praying for anxiety to just go away. I didn't want to have to deal with it anymore. In 2 Corinthians 12, in the New International Version translation, Paul describes his thorn in the flesh. While we never know for sure what Paul's thorn was, anxiety can certainly feel like one for a lot of people, including me. Paul said that he pleaded with the Lord three times to take it away, but instead Jesus, Jesus told him, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in your weakness. The grace of Jesus is sufficient, no matter the circumstances. As I begin praying for healing, I begin to draw closer to Jesus, like Paul. God hasn't taken away my thorn. However, I found myself more passionate about reading his word and I prayed more than I have ever had before. I thought what I needed was healing for my anxiety. In reality, I needed more Jesus. Now, I'm not saying if I hadn't been closer to Jesus that I wouldn't have had anxiety. I'm also not going to stop praying for my anxiety to leave. I keep praying to be delivered from this storm, just like Paul did. But something even better is happening to me. Than being instantly healed from anxiety. I'm developing a deeper understanding of God. And a richer relationship with him. Instead of just praying for peace. I found myself drawn closer to the prince of peace. When I began to worry about my future. I reminded myself that he is the alpha and the omega. The beginning and the end. The first and the last. I prayed for my anxiety to go away. But I found something much better, the overwhelming loving presence of Jesus in my life, even in the midst of anxiety. Jordan, I can literally relate to that entire thing. You ever prayed for something and in that whole time that you're up here praying, just like Jordan said, how he was praying for anxiety, but he found himself growing closer to God. Like me being at work, sometimes I pray that God will provide me with peace because I get so upset with the little things that happen at my job. And the whole time that I'm praying that God provide me with peace, I find myself becoming closer to God in ways that I've never been. So I praise God. I'm thankful for that relationship with him. But if we move on to the verse Philippians chapter four, verse six, it says, Do not be anxious or worried about anything. But in everything, every circumstance and situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, continue to make your specific request known to God and heavy on the specific. Because sometimes we will pray to God for something and God will give us exactly what we pray for. And we're like, God, this ain't what I prayed for. And God said, yes, it is. Like I saw this tweet on Twitter It wasn't Instagram. If it was a tweet, it was on Twitter. And the girl was like, I prayed to God that He'd give me a husband, and all I've got DMing me is people's husbands. And I ain't gonna say that God did that, but I just thought it was funny because you gotta be specific in your prayer because God will give you what you ask for. And again, I'm not saying that God made men hit her up that was married. But you just got to be specific in the things that you ask God for. Because if you tell God that you want a car, he's going to make sure you get a car. And when you finally get a car, you're like, God, that ain't the car I wanted. it. But you never told God you wanted a 2021 Chevy Malibu. You told God you wanted a car and he gave you a car. But as I continue reading the scripture, Philippians 4 verse 7 says, And the peace of God, that peace with reassures the heart that peace which transcends all understanding, that peace which stands guard over your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus is yours. So the peace is already yours. All you got to do is ask God for it. All you got to do is activate it. The peace is yours. And if we continue on to 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 through 9, it says, Because of the surpassing greatness and extraordinary nature of the revelations, which I received from God for this reason, to keep me from thinking of myself as important. A thorn in the flesh was given to me, a messenger of Satan, to torment and harass me, to keep me from exalting myself. Concerning this, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might leave me. But he has said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. My loving kindness, my mercy are more than enough, always available regardless of the situation. For my power is being perfected and is completed and shows itself most sufficient, most effectively in your weakness. Let me say that again. But he said to me. My grace is sufficient for you. My loving kindness and my mercy are more than enough, always available, regardless of the situation. For my power is being perfected and is completed, and it shows itself most effectively in your weakness. Ah, mama, that's good. (laughs) There, I will. Mm, Y'all, that whole that that's deep. My grace is sufficient for you. My loving kindness and my mercy are more than enough, always available regardless of the situation. For my power is being perfected and is completed and it shows itself most effectively in your weakness. Praise God. And it goes on to say, Therefore, I will all the more gladly boast in my weakness so that in the power of Christ, may completely enfold in me and may dwell in me. That's powerful. So when we feel weak, we start to, don't even beat yourself when you feel weak because God is working on you. And his power is being perfected and completed. And it shows itself most effectively in your weakness. Praise God. Praise God. That's good. But if we move on to Romans 15 and 13, it says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing through the experience of your faith that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you will abound in hope and overflow with confidence in his promise, promises. And I'm going to read that again. May the God of hope Fill you with all joy and peace in believing through the experiences of your faith that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you will abound in hope and overflow with the confidence in his promises. And all you need is faith the size of a mustard seed. God ain't asking you to give him this big immaculate faith. All you need is faith the size of a mustard seed. And he will fill you with all joy and peace. The God we serve, y'all. The God we serve. But as we move forward to Psalm chapter 4, verse 8, it says, In peace and with tranquil heart, I will both lie down and sleep for you alone. O Lord, make me dwell in safety and confident trust. And I have to read that again for myself so I can understand it. He says, In peace and with tranquil heart, I will both lie down and sleep for you alone, O Lord. Make me dwell in safety and confident trust. In peace. When I just think about peace, the peace that God has provided me throughout this year in this pandemic alone. I'm thankful that everything happened the way that it did because it had helped build my trust in God. The last verse for today is coming from the book of Revelations, chapter 22, verse 13. He says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, not you, not your brother, your sister, your auntie, your uncle, not TT, not boo-boo, none of them. I, as in God, he says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end, the eternal one. So at the end of the day, we have to understand that God has the final say. He has the first say and the last say. He clearly tells us that he's the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. So when we're battling these things and we're like, God, I don't know what I'm doing. You're doing it right. You're presenting, presenting it to God. The moment that we start feeling these ways, we should immediately go to Christ because he'll have the first say and the last say, but we have to trust God. And that's kind of where it it falls because we'll understand that he's the alpha, so we'll go to him first. But then we forget that he's the end and we'll start trying to work things out on our own because he's not doing it in a timely fashion that we want it done in. But if you believe in God and you believe in that scripture, Revelations 22 and 13, that he's the Alpha and the Omega, if you open that chapter with God, you got to understand that he's going to close it. If you open that request to God, you got to understand that he's going to close out that request. And you can't rush the process. Me with these locks. Me trying to go these locks in my head, I find myself wanting to rush the process or come them out and God's like, I'm trying to teach you peace. And that's one thing that I'm also learning with these locks is peace and understanding that I've opened this chapter and I have to allow God to close it. So with everything that we talked about today, just kind of let it dwell on you a little bit and think about some things that you're going through in your life. And if you can relate to the devotional that Jordan talked about, I think I'm going to die. Can you relate to that? Go back and listen to it. Think about it. Reflect on it and apply it to your life a little bit. But that's all I got for today. I'll be back tomorrow. All right, y'all.